Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Brooke. Joining me on the show is Josh from The Vault in Sarasota, Florida. Welcome to the show, Josh. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you for having me on the show. I'm excited to have you here and to learn more about what you do in your fitness business. But really, before we dive into that too deep here, tell us why you decided to open up this fitness facility. So really, the the biggest thing is I was a, um, so I was in the fitness industry for almost 10 years. Um, the majority of the time I was managing trainers. Um, so I, then, I, you know, I worked and, you know, when COVID kind of hit everybody by storm and we had to close down for a little bit, things like that, I decided to take the next step and just start my own training business. So I did that. And so for the last two years, I was doing that. And I was actually um, paying rent at a gym to train my people and, you know, life was good. And I had, you know, like maybe the 25 clients and I was growing as I went. Then um, that gym decided to um, change ownership and they discontinued the, the training partnership program. So to me, I had been thinking about wanting to open a gym and I was just itching for like, you know, like just to do more as we, as we are, I think we're all just kind of programs like that. We just want more and more and more. That's why we're in this industry and, you know, in the beginning, but, um, so I had, you know, all these clients and I had nowhere to go. And, you know, I, I thought about joining other gyms and just kind of repeating the same thing again, but I decided to just go for it. And, um, found a place to open a gym and you know luckily I had a good you know good solid clientele my clients have been awesome so they you know they were working with me the first couple of weeks when you know there wasn't that much stuff in the gym yet and you know it was a working progress but it's been it's been awesome so that's kind of what pushed me to do it awesome so you have the experience of being in the industry and you decided to open up your own place because who can do it better than you right um yeah. and, a, and a lot of us kind of get started that way so josh you know give us kind of an elevator pitch of the vault tell us you know who you are what you have to offer at your facility kind of paint a picture obviously all gyms are a little bit different and i want our listeners to really grasp what you do at your facility so the vault is a exclusive personal training facility minutes from downtown Sarasota in Florida. Um, so we have um, subcontracting personal trainers. Right now there's 10 on staff technically, and they all come from different backgrounds, different specialties. You know, some are bodybuilders, some are, you know, exercise science degrees and, you know, work with functional training or corrective exercise, just like all a bunch of different people. And these are all people that are super passionate about what they're doing and they're not, you know, they don't have 50 clients and training 30 minute sessions at, you know, at crunch and not, not to like um, throw them under the bus or anything like that. But these are people that, you know, really want to make a change in their clients' lives. And with the pay structure and things like that, that they have available, they're making 99% of, you know, the clients are paying them directly and they're just paying a little bit of rent to me. So they're able to focus fully on those specific clients rather than having to have maybe 50 clients just to scrape by and pay their bills. So they're, you know, able to really, really focus on each little, each single person and get them, you know, to their goals. Um, they're just able to be way more invested. And that's really like what it's all about, I think. 
Yeah, I love I love the idea of personal training because I think that for many, many people, it's something that can give them that extra push to help them like actually achieve their goals. Um, there's so many people who have been going to a gym on their own for years and years and years, but they feel stuck. Um, and so personal training really gives people that push that they need to take whatever it is that they're looking to achieve in their health and fitness to the next level. Um, so you guys have this super personal training. Um, are you only personal training? Is there any kind of small group or class element in the model at all? There's not really yet. Um, I do have like a, a boot camp class on Saturday that I teach. So it's a lone standing building and we have a big L-shaped wraparound parking lot with a lot of space. So I teach this free boot camp at 10 a.m. on Saturdays just to kind of, you know, help out the community, give, you know, anybody that wants to show up can show up. Um, you know, give my clients as well as the other clients, you know, a free workout, a nice, you know, like a hit style class. Um, and as far as um, other group classes and things, we decided to turn the vault into like a kickboxing room. So we do have a kickboxing instructor that's, a, you know, a personal trainer and she's going to be, you know, be rocking it with her clients and things like that. Um, so, so yeah, I guess the, the building itself was an old bank. So there's actually a vault in there and it pretty much can't go anywhere. So we just decided to transform that into a, a cool kickboxing room. Nice. So with the kickboxing room, is that going to still be like one-on-one -on -one or can you fit multiple clients in there at once? Yeah. So you can fit multiple clients in there, maybe like probably five comfortably, but then it can be one-on-one -on -one as well. So, you know, it's just another separate room where people can even sneak away and stretch a little bit and get their own thing going. But then, you know, at times there'll be classes going on in there as well that's, that's really awesome um the idea of like you know five people training at once we kind of call that in the industry semi-private because it's not a group class it's not personal training but it's still super personalized because you have one coach and five people um and it's a great way for us to really optimize our trainer schedules they get to interact with the five clients still make a good chunk of change um and it really opens up the number of clients they're able to train um, because there's only, you know, about 12-ish hours in a day where we actually can train clients. Exactly. Um, so once we get to like, you know, 12 clients in a day, it's like, ah, what, am, what, what can I do? How can I take on more clients? And the answer is yeah. semi-privates. Um, are any of your trainers doing anything like that right now? Yeah, I mean, just, the, just that kickboxing thing um, that they're doing. And there's a couple, like there's, there's one girl that... Um, is teaches uh she calls it like a booty boot camp you know and it's I think it's like three girls that are friends you know so a lot of like little very small group training things once in a while um you know myself I've trained you know like a husband and wife that just want to spend more time together and you know they also want to work out they want to do something productive with the time they spend together so that's the best thing to do so a couple yeah. things like that you know like, like I have couples or brother and sister that want to work out um mother like a mother and daughter that want to work out as well and awesome. yeah so um my question to you the next question I have to you is kind of a subset of what you said some of the things that you said you do a Saturday boot camp how successful has that been like have you been filling you know that class or is it kind of hit or miss yeah it's been great I mean it's been anywhere from like six to ten people in the class which is kind of right around the range I want to be I don't want it to be too busy and then it's like you can't really focus too much and then um you know if there's only one person that's like personal training but um it's been good you know and my goal wasn't to like 
use that as like a lead generating activity, but it kind of has worked out that way. You know, people check out, you know, check out the, the class. We're in Florida, so we do it outside. But, you know, as you know, it gets pretty hot. So at the end of the class, we'll go inside the gym and do some ab stuff and the AC and really stretch. And people really love that. And then a couple of like, you know, ended up starting personal training themselves or just joining the gym in general. So, yeah, what the class has been great. That's awesome. Yeah, I love the idea of, like you said, I mean, for you is unintentional kind of lead generation piece. Um, anytime we can do anything free, like that drags in people and, you know, hopefully we can convert them to, to members. Um, with the group class thing on a Saturday, is that something that you're hoping to integrate more or is it always just going to be, hey, we offer this one class per week? I'd, I'd like to do it more if there's a need for it. Um, I think that definitely not like, you know, a free thing, like multiple times a week, I think, because then we'll just, um, we'll have, you know, just like such low numbers going from that. But it's been, it's been cool having the one class and just being able to focus fully on that because it'll be, sometimes it'll be half and half, like actual members or clients that are already bought in to the gym and to me and, you know, whatever else. And then there's other people that just kind of show up and sign waivers and, you know, want to work out. So they're working side by side and they're able to see, you know, us engaging with the actual clients and how happy they are. And then um, it's kind of been working good, good for transitioning. But um, I think down the road, definitely adding some more classes and stuff, because it seems like it's a, there's a very big need yeah. for that. There are people who are super motivated by the idea of like working out alongside their friends or like not even their friends, but just like other people who are have similar goals. Um, I know for sure, like for me, that's the most motivating thing. That's how I got started in CrossFit. It was because I hate like small group or on my own. I have to be like in a huge like atmosphere. So I love, you know, the idea that you're open to, to looking at that more because there are people who really, um, succeed in that environment, but kind of want to ask you, you know, right now as things stand, how many trainers do you guys have? So there's 10 right now. 10 trainers, and that's including you or not including you? Not including me, so 11, I guess, yeah. Okay, and between all 11 of you, how many clients do you guys have in the facility? So there is about 50 right now. So, um, you know, a good, you know, a good half of that is mine. So the other, the other trainers are just really building their business still and kind of focusing on that. But, you know, like I said, they can afford to not you know they don't have to train 10 people a day to make enough money to pay their bills and do what they want and you know they can afford to focus a lot more on those individual clients so it's it's really it's really good I think like it's almost like a quality over quantity type of thing that we have going on there yeah so are most of your trainers like is this like their part-time gig and they have like a job like outside of the gym or how does it work yeah, so I think I would say it's a mix. I mean, we've had we we had one trainer that you know was a server at night, and then she just you know her her goal for June was um, like a non-negotiable was to get enough clients to where she didn't have to do that anymore, and she succeeded, which is awesome. So we were able to you know just like get her like fully focused on um, just training and not have to worry about anything else. And then of course like you get that. Um, the you know the work-life balance that she wanted and she's also a single mother so you know that's really really important that she you know she had time with her kids and things like that so there's situations like that but then there's people that are full-time just a trainer that's it 
And then there are some people that just have another job as well, which is kind of funny. That's like another lead generating activity sort of, you know, like when I started as a personal trainer, I worked at GNC for six months and I swear I made more money off of the um, commission of bringing people to the gym than I did actually working at GNC itself. So yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, word of mouth in this business is our favorite thing because it's free. We don't have to do anything to have good word of mouth, except for, you know, provide a quality service that people love a clean space to work out. We're going to have word of mouth. Um, and so are you guys like in a place right now where you're looking to take on more clients? Cause you said like for you, it's more quality over quantity, but are you looking to grow? Yeah, definitely. I think, I think there's always opportunity to grow and we're always looking to do that. Like I said, I just can't, you know, I'm just not the type of person that can like be okay with where I'm at. I'm always pushing the envelope. And I think we all are like that, you know, like with your CrossFit and everything else you're, you're explaining, but, um, yeah, so definitely looking for, you know, they're looking for clients. Um, I'm pretty happy with the way that things are kind of happening right now, like with the pace that we're going, um, you know, it's like adding a little bit at a time and, I, you know, I'm careful to not, not be overwhelmed with things sometimes, but yeah, there's definitely some client, some of the trainers that are, you know, looking to add clients and things. Um, yeah. So walk me through, you know, kind of the growth process. Like how are you guys finding your leads um, right now? So the number one lead generating activity for me has been has been for the last three years maybe and still is instagram and it's it's um it's just so crazy like you know it's free obviously but you know there's paid ads and things like that so instagram and facebook have been so great and like what's really what's the roi on something that's free right it's just you know you're spending your time and you're doing a little bit of work but um that's that's been really beneficial i mean i do a lot of i post i you know i try to post like you know two or three times a day and create you know provide as much value as possible and um you know i just have people reach out to me a lot um i was you know there was i was dabbling with a couple different like there was bark.com was one um you know lead thing um training clients but i wasn't um it wasn't a very good success rate because i think it was maybe um just too many people doing it or you know people like would put in for a lead, but they weren't serious about it. And I would much rather, you know, talk to somebody in person than like, you know, do an evaluation online with them. Um, So yeah, those have been the main things. I've started running some Google ads and Google AdWords and stuff, which has been really helpful for me. So I get, you know, I get, I get a lot of phone calls just from, you know, from people that that see it on, on Google and just, you know, asking random questions or, you know, stopping by, um, and checking it out so that's been really helpful but yeah that's that's been the main things like instagram facebook and google's pretty much where it's at and then you know of course word of mouth is has the best you know best closing rate or success rate that you can you know you can think of you know somebody that is really bought into you i i call it like my my clients that i really really care about they're really passionate about training they're like on team josh you know i call them like my ambassadors so they're um they're always like looking out for me always helping me and that's because I provide so much value to them and you know it's like they feel you know people feel like they need to give back and they want to help you so that's been really helpful too 
yeah, we can always, you know, count on some leads through word of mouth and they're going to be good quality leads. Um, and then, you know, when we talk about Facebook, Instagram, I'm so excited to hear that you utilize those platforms yeah. because in today's day and age, it is the number one way for us to really find clients because everybody's spending so much time online. Um, you know, think about all the people working from home who probably are checking their phone like all the time. If we can reach them in those platforms, it's a perfect, you know, win-win for both parties. Um, and so, you know, right now, how many leads would you say that you bring in per month through Instagram and Facebook? So I have, um, I like to, I have, I have a lot of like personal leads, like a personal lead list that I go through every once in a while. And it's people that, like I said, I let people reach out to me just cause I feel like that's getting a lot better, you know, um, closing rating or success rating, or they'll actually, you know, come in, not just like talk back and forth a little bit. So it's been probably, you know, like five a week for me personally, my, and then, you know, some of the trainers are, you know, maybe each, you know, like they're not too serious about it yet, but maybe two or three. So really for the gym, I think we only only see about maybe 40 appointments a month, which is still pretty good. But um, they're they're like really high um, closing percentage, if that makes sense. So, yeah. um, so if you brought in five leads in your Instagram every week, how many of those are you able to convert to some kind of personal training package? I would say like at least four. So it's pretty, um, pretty high, pretty high there, you know, just cause like I said, I let, I try to let people reach out to me. I'm not big on cold calling anybody or, you know, messaging anybody like, you know, I'm really big on just doubling down on your strengths, which mine is, you know, like I'm a people person. I want to help people. I want to create value. And I think like providing value without the expectation of getting something in return is is so valuable and just so many people don't do that so that's kind of my my edge and like you know the angle that I take with pretty much everything that I do yeah it, it's impressive you know what you just said was that you you know get five leads in your Instagram inbox a week you, those are not cold outreaches either they're just reaching out to you that's really impressive yeah. And you're able to convert like four of those. So that means that you guys are growing by four new members per week. Are you losing any or like, how does that work? A little bit. Yeah. I mean, so um, we try to like, I, I focus on retention. That's like my number one thing. And what I've always preached to like any trainer I've ever came across is just like retention is the number one thing. And we sort of refer to it as like the back door of the business, like keeping that shut. So, you know, say, if you lose a four time a week client, that's four one time a week clients that you have to get, you know, so just really, really preach on that for a while. But, um, you know, it happens like attrition happens a little bit at a time. So, um, you know, you have to, you, you just constantly have to be growing and looking for more people because you know that, you know, any given month, you're not gonna end with all the same, same members and clients that you started the month with. It just, you know, things come up and things happen and you just yeah. have to be ready for that. Yeah. It's just part of this business in particular. Exactly. Um, and so, you know, right now it sounds like you're really reaching the people who are following you or maybe they're friends of your followers and they see something that one of your followers shared, et cetera. Um, are you guys running any sort of paid ads on Facebook, Instagram? Have you ever done that before? 
I've done a little bit of that, but not a lot. Um, I kind of dabbled with Instagram a little bit, paid ads just to kind of try to figure it out a little bit. I do know, you know, like um, that's not really one of my strengths. And like I said, um, you know, you have to just, I believe in doubling down on your strengths. And I know that there's people that can do, you know, I spend an hour doing something they can do in five minutes kind of thing. So um, for right now, it's mainly just been kind of just like mass producing content at scale, you know, just like getting it out there, not not necessarily paid ads. Yeah, I think it's okay that you haven't tried it yet. I think that you're great at the content piece. You're great at organic social media, but I do think that paid ads are a really cool thing that will like kind of bring you to that next level. Um, you can reach people who aren't necessarily like already following you. Um, people who don't even know that you exist. If you run a paid ad, they might come across you. And then like, I always say the people who need us the most usually are the ones who don't even know we're there. Um, so even though you're not good at it, I think that you can become good at it or you can find somebody who is, is that something that you feel like you guys will want to utilize in the future? Yeah. Yeah, of course. I definitely, you know, I definitely want to research and learn more about it and things like that. And that's kind of like our, um, you know, just in our industry, what we have to do, we have to be like practitioners with like pretty much everything. So like all the content, you know, like we could hire somebody to do it all for us, but it's just kind of kind of get a little bit away from our personality and our style and what we want to do. So you kind of have to be like a content creator. You have to do kind of everything everything when you're you know when you're when you're doing this and starting your own business and a gym and all these things that's what people really want to see in the end of the day is just your personality and how genuine you are and I think it gets away from you a little bit when you have you know other people kind of you know helping helping out with a lot of different things yeah and I think like it's totally possible for you to still create this amazing content and utilize it like in in the paid ad or something like that um, because I think that's something that puts, sets you apart, makes you really unique. You know, you're able to do this like really fun, personable content that shows who you are. And ultimately, like for most people, if they're looking for a gym, they want to see like, oh, this is a safe place to go where the people are really awesome. They're not looking for like, do they have this fancy piece of equipment? Like I always tell people, there's no point in posting a picture of the new machine you have on your Instagram because that's not going to pull in new clients. Um, so I love that you guys have really spent a lot of time on the content piece, um, to really show off who you are. The next question that I, I have for you kind of take a steer away from this part of, of, of the conversation, but what would you say is kind of the biggest bottleneck that you guys have faced or that you're currently facing in terms of business for the vault? I think that for me, it was, um, I mean, you know, I had like a business plan that I set up and I've never done this before. So I kind of, you know, I, I like overanalyzed everything that I was doing and made sure I was like hundred percent prepared. And the first, like, you know, two months, I just like worked my face off 24 seven. So, because I, you know, I wanted everything to be successful and what I was doing was bringing in, um, you know, personal trainers and I was looking to pretty much clone like five of five Josh's, you know, like I wanted to find five people that are just killing it and going to be like so ambitious and just like right up, right up my alley. Same thing as me. And, um, come to find out that's a little bit harder to, um, harder to come by. So, um, not to toot my own horn or anything like that, but I'm, 
just you know like some there's some people that are okay with like just like sliding by a little bit or having a few clients here and there and um kind of unsure or you know they're doing multiple things at once and can't really focus on one specific thing so that's been a little bit of a um a little bit of a um speed bump just getting you know getting these like quality trainers in that really have everything kind of figured out and getting things going um but we're definitely headed in the right direction with developing some of the younger trainers and that are that I know we're eager and hungry and definitely want to grow yeah I think it's really um unique and it's a good thing that you're spending so much time like developing your trainers because a lot of gyms like hire personal trainers and they then they say okay go fish on your own and help provide them with the resources that they need to succeed and then they go off and they're here for a few months and then they leave and I'm sure we both can agree here that churn in this industry with employees is pretty high we're constantly you know it's, it's a constant filter of new trainers coming in and out. But the more that we can, you know, throw into developing this trainer, the more they see that we value them, usually the longer that they'll stay and kind of make a career out of it. So you're doing the right thing there. Um, and so final kind of big juicy question, I like to call it more of a loaded question. Um, what would you say, you know, some of your goals, like if I could hand you a magic wand and I'm like, okay, Josh, all your dreams and goals for the vault have come true. What would that picture look like for you? So the biggest thing I think we want to, um, just keep, keep kind of doing magnifying what we've been doing and, um, really obviously be, you know, very profitable, um, and change as many lives as we can. Like I said, I want to make, you know, like almost like a household name or, or at least around Sarasota where I'm at, you know, make, um, make, just make everybody kind of know, you know, exactly what it is. Um, have a lot of, um, you know, like, you know, I said, um, you know, kind of making a bunch of trainers that are exactly like me that can, you know, I can show up to work, you know, see, you know, maybe five trainers at once, you know, training clients and everyone's happy and they're just killing it. And they're, you know, doing great, making, you know, making good money being able to really focus on changing lives, you know? Um, and yeah, that's the biggest thing, you know, I, so I, like I said, I started with my personal training business and then I kind of started this whole gym endeavor and I'd really like to focus a hundred percent again on my personal training. So I'd like to eventually be able to almost step back a little bit and just be, you know, be happy and focus again on my clients and then, you know, know that I kind of gave all the other trainers that are there with me or following me, um, gave them the tools to be successful and just kind of watch them grow. What do you feel like is the most important element that you have to really focus on now to make that possibility of you kind of stepping back and working less kind of uh, in the business and more on the business? I think almost like delegating, delegating some things and, um, you know, just, just working with some of the, some of the great trainers that that I do have working next to me and just kind of helping them and putting some time into it and really helping them get started and then watching them grow. I think that's the number one thing, just investing in the right people. Cause I mean, when I was, when I was younger, there's a lot of great people that invested a lot of time in me. And, um, I didn't even really realize that at the time, I didn't think that, you know, I guess just some people saw something special in me and wanted to help. So, you know, went way above and beyond. So I want to be able to give that back and help a lot of people like that. So I can kind of see them 
see them grow and hopefully they don't leave me and open their own gym and <laughs> but um yeah that, I mean that's that's ultimately that's kind of what I want to see well I appreciate your your goals and your outlook and you sound like a really selfless person um and so I think that your trainers will appreciate that about you as you guys continue to grow the business final question I have for you is what is that Instagram page with all this cool content that you talk about so my um so the gym we have um it's a the vault strength and fitness um so the vault strength and fitness the full name i know it's long and then i have also my um personal training page is um team wilson warriors okay, um, cool. so it's you know that's the company it's wilson warriors but i like to put team in front of it and all my little handles just because we you know we are a team and my catchphrase for that one is everybody needs a team so that's yeah. awesome. I love it. Thank you for sharing. I'm excited to go check it out. Listeners, thank you guys for tuning in today. Don't forget, if you want to stay notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. And if you want to join us for an episode here at the Gym Lords podcast, fill out the link in the description and we will be in touch with you soon. As always, until next time, Gym Lords out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. What's up, Gym Lords? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. My name is Bree. I will be your host today, and I'm here with Frank from Spar Boxing in Miami, Florida. What's up, Frank? How are you today? Great, great. How are you? Doing well. Thank you for taking the time to join us. I appreciate it. Glad to be here. All right. Awesome. So let's jump into the details. How did you get involved with Spar Boxing? Where did it all begin for you? What's the story there? Well, uh, spar boxing uh, was kind of a second chance for me. Uh, I, for a long time in my life, I was a fireman, and uh, I always uh, found that I was unhappy in the career that I was doing. Um, uh, I was kind of pushed into it as a as a kid. You know, my father forced me, not forced me, but kind of you know convinced me that the military was good. You know, convinced me that being a fireman was good. So I kind of just went down that path. Uh, in the process of being a fireman, uh, I did a lot of physical training, uh, which really piqued my interest. And then throughout me being a fireman, I would actually take the time to uh, train my coworkers, train my friends. I, you know, would build my knowledge based on that stuff. It was just free at the time, obviously, because I was working out, I was helping out friends, and I was just, I was just, you know, taking that path. And I started to work at uh, the USC gym, uh, and which I started to fall in love with martial arts um, shortly after I had left the fire department. And uh, once I started, you know, Muay Thai and I started kickboxing and I started boxing, I would just lose myself in there. And then uh, uh, I had a friend of mine who was um, open to the opportunity of bringing a gym that he had in Houston called Spar Boxing over to Miami. Um, and for me, it was an opportunity to be able to transition from what I had done, what I thought was what I wanted to do my whole life 
and uh, into something that I actually figured that is something that I have a true passion for. And, uh, I, you know, just trying to build that and keep myself uh, happy, and which is what I have been in. So over the past year and a half working at here, working at SPAR, uh, opening this gym and building it to, to what it's become um, has been my true passion. And I don't think I've ever been happier before. So I love that. Yeah, it's super yeah. fulfilling. Can definitely yeah, super yeah. So yeah. that's awesome. Um, as far as your business model goes within the facility, how do you structure things? Are you doing group classes, semi-privates, one-on-ones? What does the layout look like there? So the way we structure things here is we kind of have we kind of freestyle it, right? So we have a structure as far as we have group classes, we have one-on-ones. Um, we also like to give our coaches the freedom to build their own classes, right? So we have, for instance, uh, one of the coaches here, he's a uh, background from Taekwondo. So on the 23rd of this month, he's doing just a kicking class. And so our members will have the option to buy into this class. They'll take the kicking class. Um, we also have a spar like a girl event, which is a, which is an event, uh, hosted by one of our coaches who's a female and it's kind of a woman's empowerment event. And she created that. We also have a live sparring event called spar wars, which is, uh, kind of like, a well, we have, we bring like five or six fights, uh, they're, you know, sparring matches. Um, we have drinks, we have food, we have a DJ, uh, it's a whole event. So we kind of give our coaches the freedom to use their brains and be creative. Mm-hmm. And whatever we feel will bring the most revenue to the gym and the most, you know, uh, eyes to the gym. I'm always about it. You know, obviously we have to do what's cost effective. You know, you know, you know how that works. But uh, it, it, we give them the freedom to at least try it. As no, no. You know, it's more of a, okay, well, bring me what you have. Let's see if it works. If it works, we can build off that. So, you know, we're not really tied down to just group classes and one-on-ones, but that is our main structure. But we like to just feed off of being original and trying to build things off the creativeness of our coaches. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. I love, I love that. It allows them to mm-hmm. kind of do their own thing in some ways as well and, and right. provide something different for the business. Exactly. So cool. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, now, as far as your membership base goes or client base goes, how many members or clients are you currently serving at your facility? Well, right now we currently have, uh, I think, 48 members. Uh, closing on 50 the summer is a little rough just because Miami a lot of people travel um, so we lost a lot of members in the beginning of the summer probably lost about close to 15 members not to say that they won't join once they come back if they come back but you know everybody's like hey man I'm leaving for three or four months I gotta cancel my membership you know so the summer was a little rough um, picking up was a little rough too just because of where we're located I don't know how familiar you are with Miami but we're on uh, Washington Avenue which is a very uh, dense area for tourists and bums. So the locals and the residents don't really walk down that, uh, down that street. So for us to be able to get our name to the locals and the residents has been a little difficult just because, you know, nobody walks down that path. Um, so it started off a little rough. We picked up the beginning of the year was really good. We picked up a lot of, we picked up a lot of members. We were filling up our classes. Now we were getting a lot of privates the summer hit um but we have the the, our core members we have about 10 to 15 core members that have been here since the beginning when we opened up 
Um, and they and they're more like a family at this point. They come to you know they came to my birthday. They come to our other coaches' birthdays. They celebrate Fourth of July with us. We build more of like a like a safe space and a family oriented membership with our core members and those who want to come too. You know if they can, right. you know even those members that have come and left, they've you know been part of our you know uh, events and our parties and stuff like that just because we like to organize it more as a family event. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. So about 48 members currently. So how are you getting the word out there to more people to grow the membership at this point? So that's what we're, you know, that's what we're bouncing up and down on just because Miami is a little different when it comes to uh, advertising, marketing people, money, how to get them in, what they want to spend money on, what they find value on. You know, Miami has a lot of uh, a lot of superficial people. So it's really hard to get through that and try to get them to understand, you know, uh, what we have, you know, what, what are, what their money has to offer here anyways, you know? So, um, we do right now we walk up and down. So we have Lincoln road, which is a, which is where, uh, like a outside mall. And so we try to link up with a lot of stores there that would uh, be, you know, cohesive as far as, you know, working some type of partnership out and we'll make an event with them. We just had one with the Garmin watch um, company uh, down uh, Lincoln Road, maybe about two or three blocks where uh, we had a Saturday evening where we, you know, uh, blocked off like two little sections in front of their uh, in front of their store. And we hit some pads. We, you know, sat out there with a table. We had another one of our uh, vendors, which is a smoothie shop post up next to us. And they were offering smoothies and while we were, you know, trying to get memberships and people to sign up and hitting pads and just having a good time out there. So we try to, you know, even we have another gym that's right around the corner. That's more of a functional gym. Um, and we're trying to build a partnership with them. Uh, they don't have any classes and they have a huge facility with a lot more equipment than we do. So trying to work something out where maybe they can give us some of their clients for classes and we can give them some of our clients for the gym facility. So, I mean, we're trying, we're, you know, sitting with a dartboard and everybody's giving ideas and we're, you know, every idea that seems logical, that's not going to cost us, you know, uh, too much. We're, we're, you know, we're, we're trying it. Okay. So yeah. I love the idea of like events and different things like that too kind of drum up some business and get the word out there about what it is that you do. Um, have you ever done paid advertising through Facebook, Instagram, Google, anything, any of those platforms? So, yeah, we have a, we have uh, an Instagram for uh, the gym here. We have one for each of the spars and uh, yeah, we do some paid advertising. Um, I know we do some Facebook advertising. Uh, we have, uh, we, we do some Google advertising. Definitely could step it up in the advertising though, because here in Miami though, we, as far as face, I'm sorry, as far as social media, we need more of a presence on that. You know, it's a struggle here because a lot of us as fighters, a lot of the trainers here are fighters. So as a fighter, it's really hard to get on there and make a reel because at the end of the day, some of that stuff seems really silly, you know, but it has, but it's effective. So to get these guys to sit there for five minutes to 10 minutes and make a reel is a lot more difficult than having them sit here for three hours and teach three classes, yeah. you know? So, so, uh, you know, we, we, we currently have a social media girl that we're trying to work with now who's helping us, uh, with the advertisement, with the reels, with the content, with all the stuff that we need to do in order to market ourselves a little bit better, but definitely could use a little bit of polishing on that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I definitely understand that. Um, 
social media marketing, first of all, through Facebook, Facebook's still the best converting platform. That was game cha- game changer for me really? in the business, but I definitely understand the aspect of having to put all of these like TikToks together or reels together or videos or photos or whatever it is. It's like, it's challenging, especially at the end of the day, it's like, that's the last thing that you're thinking about. I can't tell you the amount of times that I finally got off the mat at the end of the night. And then I'm like, shit, I have to post something on social media, right? I have to try to be creative and come up with something that's going to grab people's attention. And yeah, so I definitely get that. Um, But yeah, it was a a huge, huge game changer to actually get people in the business and scale and grow. Um, So now along those lines, as far as when you do put offers out there to grab some attention, get some more people in the door, what types of offers are you putting out there on the front end to make people actually walk into the gym? Um, well, I mean, at this point, uh, I've even given the coaches their uh, freedom to do whatever they want with memberships, with uh, throwing out on uh, Instagram or any social media, uh, a, a deal. I'm like, listen, man, at some point, if you want to have somebody come in here and, you know, let's say our personal training sessions were hundred dollars an hour. If you feel like you want to go online and you want to tell them, Hey man, for the next week, uh, we're getting anybody who walks in 50% discount on your training on personal one-on-one training sessions. Hey man, go ahead. We're still going to get the same percentage. It's going to be your time that you're using, but at the end of the day, right now, we're just trying to get that volume. And so that's, you know, do what it is that you need to do as long as it's not going to cost us money, you know, just getting people in the door, even if it's going to be at, you know, even it's going to be at half the price of what it is. That's fine. Bring them here, let them see the value. Once, you know, we're able to get them in as a member, you know, then we can change things and then we can go back to the way that we were. But right now we're trying to build that volume. We've even, we used to have a day pass at $40 a day for people to come in and either use the gym or take a class for 40 bucks. And right now we even drop that down to 15 bucks. So anybody can come in here and they can use the gym for $15 a day, or they can come and take a class for $15 a day. And we have a pro Muay Thai fighter here with 20, 20 fights under his belt. And he teaches two Muay Thai, two Muay Thai classes a day. And for you to get $15 to go train with that guy. That's, yeah, you know, that's, that's a, that's a steal. Yeah. That's yeah. insane. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, definitely opportunity there to run some ads on Facebook with like a higher ticket offer, you know, especially yeah. if you've got people that have that type of experience in your facility, teaching classes like that, that's a big deal, you know, and, and people deal. will pay for it. You know, you just got to reach the right people. So, uh, right. yeah. Just trying to get those people. Right. right, exactly. All right. So now I always like to ask about either key challenges within the business or bottlenecks. So obviously, you know, we, we kind of covered the lead generation piece. That's typically number one for most gym owners that I speak with. That is the number one thing, getting people actually in the doors. Into Aside gym. from right. that, are there any other either challenges or bottlenecks within the business that you're dealing with right now? And if so... How are you overcoming those? I would say just uh, the biggest one, obviously, like you said, is just trying to get people through the door, trying to figure out different ways to market, trying to figure out different ways to to please the crowd, the mass people, right? Because we can, you know, find five people here that love this Muay Thai class and they're solid Muay Thai people, but how do we get the other people to come fill up the other eight classes that we have a day, you know? So it's right. It's just trying to figure out a way to reach those people. Um also the investors, you know, talking to people, I wasn't the type of person that was very like, 
you know, I, sometimes I would get anxiety thinking about having to talk to people, you know, but going out and having to go to these events and having to talk to these people. And, you know, sometimes I'm in the room sitting down, having a conversation with billionaires. You know, there's a guy that we sat down the other day who was a possible investor and he owns 60 shopping centers in Miami, Florida. I mean, this guy is, this guy's like billionaire billionaires, you know what I mean? And yep. like, I'm sitting here and I'm getting advice from this guy and I'm talking to this guy. And then it's just like, sometimes, you know, I was a dumb fireman for a while. You know, I was in the military. I'm a veteran. I was, you know, getting shot at. Like, and I'm sitting here talking to the billionaire about advice now of how to grow my business and possible possibility of having an investor. It's like mind-blowing, you know? So that's a lot to take in sometimes, you know, having to sit there and talk to different people and try to play, you know, different characters or different people and try yes. to be this try to be this chameleon for everybody, you know, yeah. so that every so that everybody likes you. Right. <laughs> right you know just so that you can pray and ask them for some money to help you you know build your business so it's all a necessity you know and that sometimes it's fun you know sit back and laugh you know with my girlfriend or with my daughter you know i'll sit there and tell them stories and i'm just like you know and i'll tell them some conversations that i have and it's 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 baffling but at the end of the day it's hilarious yeah so just be yeah just between you know the 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 politics and having to play the politics and try to find a way to market and get people in the door that would say those are my those my biggest my biggest you know uh concerns or issues that I would have you know other than that you know I have great coaches you know we have a great vibe in the gym everybody you know everything flows smoothly as far as but you know as far as you know what we have uh as our foundation you know so yeah. once we can try to build off that and we can you know structure things a little bit better then hopefully you know we'll build a lot faster <laughs> yeah definitely yeah I can uh, most certainly relate to that I used to tell my staff that you have to be a different person for the people that you're speaking to, you know, it's like, depending on how they come in, it's like, you might have to be a different person. You can obviously still be genuine to who you are at the core, but it's like, you know, the questions that you ask, the tone that you use, your expressions, like there are so many small little things that make such a big difference in the conversations that you're having and the connections that you build with people. So exactly, exactly. And it can right. be challenging. Like at the end of the day, sometimes it like takes the life out of you, you know, because yeah. it sucks your energy out. You know, you're like, oh, you're like this all day. You get home and then I'm like, I'm sitting here and I get home at like nine o'clock and I want to turn on the TV, but I don't even want, I just, I sit there and I stare at a blank TV for like half an hour. I'm just brain dead. And I'm just like, right. I don't want to think, I don't want to do, I don't want to, I just, I just want to be right now. <laughs> right. I know people always <laughs> used to laugh when I would tell them, like I would drive home in complete silence. Oh, I don't ever turn on the radio. No. <laughs> I understand completely. I don't even turn on the radio. I'm in complete. My daughter's like, Daddy, what are you doing? Why is the radio off? And I'm like, I don't need noise, baby. Like, I'm happy in silence. And she's yes. like, no, that's weird. Put something on. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Sometimes it's the best. It's just like yeah. that, that quiet, like getting into my car was like, uh, oh, it was just yeah. such a relief, you know? Yeah. So I can I, definitely yeah. relate. Um, so now as far as big picture goals go, where are you looking to take this business? What is the big picture goal for you? Well, the big picture goal here is eventually, I think the, the we're going to open up six to nine of these gyms across the nation, and then we're going to franchise it out. Um, and that's including the IV business that's in here as well. We're going to try to put that in every spar and then use that to franchise, you know, out as a, as a, as a, facility and then also have you know the spa aspect of it as well right okay that's right. awesome and yeah. what needs to happen for you to get there and what's the timeline on that 
Uh, I think the timeline is not that is not that long. I think it's a two year timeline. We're already on gym. We just opened gym number three. We're working on gym number four in Austin. Um, so we're moving pretty quick. Um, uh, but you know, the good thing is, is that he has a pretty solid foundation in Houston. That's, that's where he's from. And so, um, the, the, the majority of the foundation is in Houston, which is great because it allows for a little bit of Miami to not do so well now as we start to grow, you know, so he's focusing now more on Texas and then he's going to start, you know, we're going to start building more sporadically as we go. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's, that's where we're headed with that. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, yeah. I mean, Texas is a good, good spot for sure. This is great. Yeah, Austin, yeah. Austin's really seems to be up and coming lately. Like there's a lot of, a lot of attention, a lot of businesses there. So that's yeah. good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, even, even growing that much over the course of two years is, it's good, you know, it's good. especially it's good. the way that things have been within the industry. So, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Well, he was, you know, he pushed through even during COVID. We had this open, you know, during COVID and, uh, and, um, we were, we still had, as soon as it was, I mean, even right before, cause you know, Florida, we were kind of doing things on our own. So yeah. even before, even, <laughs> even before it was lifted, like we were having people, we had a few members come to the gym, you know, we are still trying, we're still trying to, we're still pushing it, you know, so we're still trying to do it. Um, so, uh, you know, it's helped because those are actually our members that have stayed uh, loyal and our core members as well too. So, yeah. right. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure that they appreciated that during that time. For sure. Yeah, for sure. So. Yeah. All right. Um, one thing I love to ask every gym owner that I speak with is if you could provide a piece of advice to somebody who is considering getting into the industry or going their own way, kind of doing their own thing, what would that be? What's one of the most important things you've learned over your time in this industry? Uh, I would say to, uh, to have patience, <laughs> uh, don't have an ego. Uh, that would help you probably the most. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, have patience. Don't have an ego. Think logically. Um, and, uh, you know, just try to learn how to talk to people. You know, you just gotta, it's all really about talking. You know, you yes. just have to talk to the right people, say the right things. Um, so just be smart about what you do. Don't make any hasty decisions. Just be logical. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Talking to people, building trust. That's a big one. Yeah, exactly. Building people trust. don't buy yeah. from you if they don't trust you. So hey, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's a big one for sure. Right. All right. Yeah. Awesome. So as we start to wrap up here, where can the listeners find you on social media? So on social media, uh, it is spar Miami. Uh, if you want to follow just the Miami page, uh, we have spar boxing. That one is the Houston page. We have spar Katie. That's the one in Houston, Katie area. My personal one is that underscore dude with three E's. Um, it's kind of like, uh, kind of like that right there. There we go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so uh, that's where you, that's where you can find my personal page at. Perfect. All righty. So Frank from Spar Boxing in Miami, Florida, thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. It's been great having you on the show. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Absolutely. To all the listeners out there, make sure that you subscribe so that you will be updated on future episodes of the show. In the meantime, keep killing it out there and we'll catch you on the flip side. Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. 
The Gym Lords Podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more, or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk fitness business with gym owners who are in the trenches, changing lives in their area. I'm your host, Dominic. I'm here with my guest today, owner of Go For It Fitness and Personal Training Studio in Gloversville, New York, Jared Johnson. Thanks for being with us today. Absolutely. Thank you for having me, Dominic. I am thrilled and I appreciate you, sir. Let's jump into it. Tell us what Go For It is all about. Go For It Fitness. Uh, Let's start with what brought this to be. We'll probably go back some time here, which would have to have me bringing up my personal reasons for getting involved with wellness, fitness, nutrition. Uh, my own health was deteriorating. We're talking 10 plus years ago. I was never a fitness person myself. I kind of led a different lifestyle. Uh, That's kind of where this whole thing began is my venture of self-improvement, you know, stepping out on my own, uh, doing research and, and, you know, acquiring knowledge anywhere that I could to make myself better as far as uh you know person the lifestyle uh physically and mentally uh a lot of it was more internal work than external from what i found so within the first three years of of me working on myself people really noticed it and they could see the transformation within me and people around me had always suggested you know you should be doing this you know, to help other people, you should be, you know, they could see it at the time and I couldn't even see it, uh, just how far I had come, um, you know, as, as far as nu- nutrition and the physical aspect, you know, that, that was pretty sound in the beginning. Uh, I knew that that, uh, that was very important as far as the foundation goes in creating transformation. Um, like I just said before, though, the mental aspect was a huge one, uh, much bigger than I had thought in the beginning. Um, I know much more about that now from all that I've been through in the past 10 years, which is, uh, you know, it's a roller coaster of different things that have brought me to this stage. So Go For It Fitness came to be with my passion for my newfound passion for 
triggering change and uh, people wanting better for themselves within themselves. So me doing that for myself, I was able to uh, have that ripple effect on people around me. Uh, once I was uh, kind of more in the know and learned who I became throughout my own self-improvement, I was able to pass that on to other people. So that's how this all came to be. Uh, like I said, this was never, if you told me 10 years ago, we would be sitting here having this conversation, I'd tell you, you're completely nuts. I was probably sitting by a fire, you know, drinking a Bud Light, uh, you know, and that's another, another part of my transformation that I'm celebrating this month is my 10 year anniversary of, uh, breaking away from alcohol abuse. Uh, Congratulations, man. Hate to interrupt you, you, but but that's worth it. Yeah, that's just another side thing, you know, that kind of came with, you know, my studying and educating myself on what I was trying to do. Of course, I needed to eliminate all those limiting factors that were keeping me from becoming my best self. And again, not only physically, but mentally also. So that was one of the things that I really, you know, put the brakes on. I said, I have to stop this because it's only hindering me from forward movement in all levels. So uh, again, I like to be as relatable to people that aren't fitness minded or, you know, prone to go and exercise as possible because that's really what this is all derived from it's not based off of me being an athlete prior to this or leading this lifestyle my whole life it's kind of more so anybody can if they want to make those changes it's possible i like to be a walking talking living breathing you know example of just that so that's the business it really sounds like in a lot of ways, it's just as much of a platform for community impact as it is about, you know, physical training and transformation. And it has become that here. And people have really, you know, recognized that, that it's not just, you know, people would always say, you know, oh, you know, how's the gym going? And I, you know, yeah, it's a gym and we exercise here, but it's more so a wellness center. You know, this is where people would come to change their their lifestyle habits. You know, rather everybody thinks of it as just a physical thing, but it's it's so so much more layered than that. Which is where where I stand. You know, pretty sound in the community. Yeah. So as far as timeline for the business and major milestones. Um, you you've been in business in this iteration for about four years, right? So right. give us some of the the kind of logistical highlights, milestones. I know there was a partnership at one point. There was COVID in New York was a really hard thing to 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 get through. So give me some of the kind of the milestones and in the the historical points over the last four years of the business. So I mean. Not to go too far, but um, I'll just touch briefly on before the business. 
Um, so I started training professionally in 2016. Uh, and then by 2018, I was still training for the local gym that I had started with. I had a really good mentor and it was tough to kind of walk away from what he and I had developed because uh, there wasn't much of a uh, personal training program at the location I was at. And he and I really brought that thing some light. You know, people were really, uh, really investing in themselves and, you know, wanting us to help them. Um, 2018, I decided to start the business and I was working between the gym location and what I had developed outside of there, which was me. Do, uh, building a home gym in my basement and taking people, you know, at, at home uh, as one-on-one clients. So I was split between, uh, like I said, the gym location I was working at and, you know, starting to train right out of my home. And by 2000, summer of 2019, actually, this is three years this month that I've been at this location. Um, which is on Church Street in Coversville, right uh, downtown. So um, in June of 2000, by June of 2000, 2019, I had been, I, I moved into this spot from my home gym location. I've decided to, uh, you know, put it all out there and take the leap. And at the time, uh, there was an, a, a senior housing development just up the block from this location where I had acquired a contract to train the senior tenants that lived at that, that housing that had just been built. Um, COVID will bring that in now because we're talking 2019, 2020 timeline. COVID unfortunately put an end to that uh, contract I had with the, the senior housing location and that's still been at a halt to to this date which is two years later I think it was March March 2020 is when COVID uh, all the shutdown started so it was March until August I believe yeah it was six months that gyms in New York were closed so during that time frame, uh, things came to a complete halt for me. I still maintained the location, um, but like I said, the contract that I had with the senior living, um, that had been brought to a halt. So during that time, uh, that was kind of a uh, scary time for me. I didn't know what was going to happen next um, as far as business went, you know. And unfortunately, I didn't get involved in virtual training during that time. I just kind of wrote it out because I wasn't sure what was going to happen next. Um, uncertain time, you know, and I just kind of did what I felt was best for me at the time. That was kind of just a wait for the smoke to clear and to get back to doing of what it was I had intended in the first place. And, and thankfully that all 
you know, pulled through and everything is more normal now than, you know, it was before, I think. People are, people are more active now, at least in my perspective. Yeah, I think it gave people a, a big wake up call. A lot of people, you know, there are some people who, like anything else, you know, won't, won't uh, hesitate to take an excuse for something that goes on. But it gave a wake up call to a lot of people to realize, um, I think, especially with comorbid comorbidities and mortality rates and things like that with COVID that, hey, like, you know, being in better shape is probably going to make me less likely to die, which is yeah really cool there was so, a health health and wellness awakening within that you know people really woke up to the fact that you know that's a thing you know being stronger fitter healthier is going to give us an advantage over this and other things yeah life life in general for sure so yeah so nowadays your we're in this post-COVID time. You're recentered and you're refocused on what you're doing with the business. You've you've branched off. You've done some things like online training. You've had um, outdoor training, boot camps. But right now, um, with your facility, you're going pushed all your chips in. Mo you know, ninety nine percent one on one, very personal, private, in person training. So. Where do you hope to bring that? And as that progresses, do you think that leaves an opening for branching off into other things again in the future? Is it just let's get recentered and then dip our toes back in, or is, is this the direction that you're just going to stay with? Well, with going in this direction, other things have come up. Um, I've recently uh, entered into a partnership with NASA. National Academy of Sports Medicine for a program that they're offering called Gym Turnship, and that offers uh, 80 hours of uh, internship uh, in a local gym for someone that's been recently certified. And under that gym name, actually, if they purchase their certification, they do get uh, discounted uh, with the use of that. Uh, I am looking to uh, enhance this location uh, with the offering of that internship program to bring in new trainers and kind of help them pave the way for themselves because I do see and have seen in the past people that become certified and they don't quite know what steps to take next. Uh, to become successful, become a successful trainer. Uh, so that's kind of my main focus now is to move into more of the trainer's trainer type of uh, positioning uh, to where I'm developing trainers that you know, will help to develop the people that come to us. Uh, and then, you know, growing off of that, Obviously, there's other things that I'd like to bring back in later on down the road. The outdoor group exercise class was always very popular. Uh, and this year, I had pulled away from that just to kind of put the focus on uh, the individualized training. And then, like I said, bringing in 
new prospects as far as trainers go to enhance uh, what I have already developed because it's only going to help uh, make my business uh, more attractive. People have different training styles and they have other group exercise ideas that they can you know, bring in stuff that's new to the area. That's really what I want to be putting out there. And, and, you know, people having a higher success rate when they enter into something like this, that's of highest importance to me, that people leave satisfied and they're getting results. And to be able to train new trainers and just how to achieve that and fast track them you know, so that it, it takes a shorter duration of time for a trainer to become successful, that, you know, that would be, be me winning all day. Yeah, absolutely. And I used to see so many different, this gym internship thing, um, we talked off the air. I wasn't familiar with it until you brought it, brought it up. So um, I appreciate you sharing that and I'm going to research it more. I think it's you know, one of the things that I hear a lot from studio owners, gym owners, is one of the big issues they have is staffing and having a good inflow from different areas. And you can really never have enough good people come in front of you. So seeing this as another viable option is really good. And I think it'll help a lot of uh, gym owners, you know, the, and I think um, NASM puts it out there as almost a job guarantee program. So it helps them, but for you, it lets you provide opportunities and platform for new people who want to be in the industry. You get to come across all these different personalities and ideas where even if you don't work with someone long-term, right, we can always learn from anybody we come across. So you get this concept because when you're just, you're a one-man show right now, so you're sort of in a bubble. So if you go through and meet these new people, you can adjust, adapt, adopt different things. And then if you come across that, you know, one person every once in a while that you're like, I really think we drive together. You could serve the clientele around here. You also can just keep them. So right. there's exactly. a, lot of, a lot of upside for the gym owner in, in having rewards, um, you know, above and beyond just, hey, this is another place I can meet potential trainers. Right. You're absolutely right about that. All right. So one of the other things that you've done before um, that doesn't necessarily dilute the training capacity or experience, but adds value to the members, you've gotten into the world of nutrition, meal prep, things like that. And, and that is something that might, you know, come full circle and, and come back in. So how do those things get integrated? How much do you feel like they play into people's results and progress and where do you see that lining up in the future with the business? Well, uh, bringing that back in would be ideal for me because of my knowledge of people's lack of knowledge when it comes to nutrition and being able to be that type of establishment that offers both sides of what's really necessary to create optimal success, uh, that, that, that means everything to me, you know, to have, have that available for people to where 
We're doing not only individualized uh, lifestyle and nutrition coaching meetings and individualized meal planning. I mean, let's face it, and I'm sure many people in my position know this, that you can hand anybody a meal plan and say, you know, this is what you need to eat and this is how much you need to eat. Um, you know, break down their macros, figure out exactly what what is going to give them the best success, but them not follow through with that. So, and that mainly being too because of they that uh, maybe they don't, they're not too big on cooking or you know meal prepping, or they just don't want to do it. So being able to say, hey, we've got this program, we can individualize your nutrition programming just for you uh it'll be tailored to your specific needs and we're going to cook and prepare your food for you it, it's a it, it's a no-brainer i mean it's a one-stop shop to gain success so that that really uh that's high on my list you know to work back in yeah, we hear it all the time. You know, we say it as trainers, we hear it, we, we live it, we know it, you know, uh, abs are made in the kitchen or the gym is only 8% of your day. If you, whatever the case is, right. It's, like it's everything that's it. going on outside the gym. Right. And, and we know, you know, for most people who want to see body composition changes, fat loss, muscle gain, tone up in quotes, which I don't know. Yeah. I don't think anybody, it's like, all right, so we got to work on what you put in your mouth, but um, yeah, I mean, at least having that option, because it's one thing to refer someone out or make suggestions. It's another thing to say, Hey, we already have this relationship, this established trust. Let me Let's, just take you under my arm right here and show you, you right. need to do this, this, and this. And let's right. go from there. Yeah. And that's what makes it, that much easier like you said you already have that established with your client base and then if you say well i offer this too the whole other half of the key to your you know optimal success is everything that's going on outside of the uh, outside of the gym and i tell people all the time you know and some of them learn the hard way you know they learn it on their own that this is this is just stimulation that's all we're doing here in the physical we're stimulating everything and then you know you have all your other factors that come into play too when it's not just food that we're talking about we're talking about hydration and sleep and if people aren't getting enough sleep they can still be eating well exercising more than enough and still not get their desired result because that's another conversation that comes up in a lifestyle coaching meeting is all of these things that we're working on and wanting the magic is happening while we're asleep you know our body is repairing itself and burning fat it's not happening while we're here working out it's all out it's all taking place outside of the gym absolutely do you feel and, and I don't think there's a right or wrong answer here. I, I want to qualify it. I like hearing different opinions. 
Do you feel like any degree of supplementation has a place for most people um, looking to make, you know, performance gains or body composition or, you know, enhance whatever results they're getting from the other things? I mean, I guess it depends on how far they're looking to go and what they aren't incorporating through food. Um, because if they're looking to really take themselves to a much higher level, then they probably will need to acquire things that, you know, fill the nutritional gaps that they can't with food. I really stress on um, the most natural approach, and that's, you know, basically getting everything through food source, you know, properly. Uh, feeding the body is going to get you the best result. Uh, making sure that those gaps are filled uh, through proper eating habits. But yeah, I mean, supplementation, obviously, it, it, it comes into play when you have certain circumstances where people are just not getting what they need through their normal food intake. Yeah, it's a it's a huge industry and there's you know there's so many different opinions on there. It's always I like to get as many as many sides of that as we can. I think I'm I'm kind of on the side with you where I think people should lock down what their food, their regular nutritional intake is first to the highest degree. And the word is supplement, right? Supplement with it. Don't don't rely exactly. on it as your exactly. family, you know, as and I mean, I, I think everybody knows somebody who spent, you know, some period of time that their whole nutrition is protein bars, supplements, shakes, and like every third day they might eat some real food. I don't really think that that's a good long-term plan. Right. I don't think so either. No, not only do I feel it's, it's an unnecessary expense, but I just don't think it's the healthiest approach either, because like you said, right in the word the title supplement. Uh, when you say that to me, that's like worst case scenario, I got to get something. So I'm going to supplement a meal because your foundation should be your, your food, you know, your sound nutrition should come from the, you know, a natural source. And that's the way our bodies want it anyway. And when you talk about, you know, not to get too in depth, but when you talk about protein, uptake and digestion our body is designed to break those things down over time and absorb them as as they're needed and when you're you know having like you said protein shakes protein bars how much of that is your body actually utilizing because it's already broken down if your body doesn't need it at that time more than likely going to expel it so how much money are we flushing down the toilet when we're not eating food and relying on those things Absolutely. you know what i mean yeah i i agree 100 all right we're nearly running out of time here but one more thing that i want to talk about is um kind of unique here is your personal training studio but you have a fitness slanted boxing program we talked to a lot of people who are either boxing for sport, boxing for fight, or heavily just into the fitness boxing. 
but you're the first person that I can recall coming across that has this as an auxiliary or additional program. So can you walk us through that, you know, how your background um, plays into it, you know, how you execute it and, and what that brings to the table for your clientele? So I always had an interest in boxing and that was one of the things that I got into in the beginning. There was a local boxing class that when I started on this venture, I got involved and I really liked it. Um, the gentleman that taught it did actually train professional fighters, but the class was, was more so based on anybody could kind of take it, you know, it was more of the fundamentals conditioning and obviously with that class actually we did get in the ring and spar which you know that was a fun aspect but I didn't I like with this I kind of stuck more towards uh fundamentals and conditioning I mean if somebody wanted to take things further they obviously could but my focus is on uh the exercise and training aspect of it having that available and knowing that that's one of the one of the greatest forms of conditioning, uh, uh, I, I, I love having to be able to offer that. Um, my history on it, uh, like I said, not only did I utilize that to kind of kickstart my training, because I kind of did want to get in the ring at one point in time. It never happened. It kind of turned into all of what it is now. Um, me more so going down the path of helping other people. Um, but my father was a fighter for uh, many, many years. So that was a, you know, that was in the background too. It's kind of in the history. Um, and I, I, I've always had a passion for it. So incorporating it and having it to offer, you know, as another form of conditioning, um, you know, that I, I put a lot of focus on that recently too. Like I said, without the outdoor group exercise class I've put a lot of focus on enhancing the boxing program and uh, you know even enhancing myself as a trainer in that area just to be able to offer more got it got it all right last uh, last big um, big question I guess a little more philosophical than tactical for someone who's been through some ups and downs in the business covid, um, experimenting with partnerships, some other things that you've done. If you could go back, tap yourself on the shoulder, give yourself one piece of advice or one lesson that really, you know, hits home the hardest. Is there anything that stands out for you? Within this period of time, um, I would have to let myself know just to always trust the process and go back to the basics of that's kind of even something that you tell someone when they're starting something like, like a fitness venture or, you know, they're trying to uh, take on some big undertaking as a, you know, personal transformation. Um, there are those days where it just feels like things aren't moving, but trusting the process and just adhering to your daily tasks are really what makes everything come together in the big picture. That, that's really what I would have to make sure that I kind of whisper in my ear along the way, you know? 
Absolutely. Very important, very important because it is such a process. You ain't kidding, that's for sure. All right, <laughs> sir, uh, last question. This is gonna be an easy one for anybody that's listening to us. If they wanna find out more about you and what you're doing, what's your website, social media, where can they look for you? Facebook, go for it, fitness and personal training. Instagram, go for it, underscore training. Website, www.goforittraining.com. And I'm available through my booking system that is on the website. Uh, and virtual training is an option. Virtual nutrition and lifestyle coaching, that's an option. So anybody that's out there that wants to connect, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go. Awesome, man. And if anybody's a, a great trainer and that you're just outside of the Albany area, right? That's where you are living yeah. west of Albany. Yeah. If you're, if you're a great trainer and you want to go see if you can impress this guy, go check him out. I would love that. And I would love to learn from you and you learn from me. Amazing. All right, sir. That's, that's all that we have time for today. I appreciate you coming on with us again. Thanks for making the time. I wish you continued success. Thank you very much. I appreciate the opportunity. You're welcome, sir. And everyone out there listening, as always, we appreciate you taking some time out of your day to sit down, hear stories, guys like this, doing the work, making changes in, in their community. If you want to hear more episodes, hit the subscribe button. We'll notify you when they drop. To everyone out there in Jim Lords Nation, keep working hard, keep changing lives. Jim Lords out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, Tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.